Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 101 of Be With Me. And of course, I missed some things in this passage, uh, which is normal. It's a great word. I'm in Matthew chapter 9, and the the big verse that I wanted to talk about, and I did talk a little bit about yesterday, was, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. Jesus tells this to some people, and we have to look at the context of this. Jesus is reclining at table in Matthew chapter 9, and he's reclining at table with Matthew. Matthew, he's a tax collector, so he's an outcast. He's an enemy of Israel. He's a betrayer. He's probably corrupt in all these ways. And then not only just Matthews, he's with there with a whole bunch of tax collectors and sinners, people that have title to their name. Oh, who's for dinner? Oh, well, it's sinners. I'm having sinners for dinner. And you're having a backyard b- barbecue and on the invitation it says only sinners are welcome and some people show up. And we all maybe say, well, boy, that's not me. I'm not, at least I'm not that bad which is kind of the point of the story. And then Jesus is also there with two other sets of people. So he's got sinners and tax collectors, but there's two other sets of people. There's disciples who are sitting there watching and, you know, they're kind of neutral parties, except for then there's Pharisees who apparently are not invited to the dinner, but they're coming by so close that they actually say something, not to Jesus, but they say it to the disciples. So listen listen how this sets up. As Jesus reclined at the table in the house, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and were reclining with Jesus and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, not to Jesus, he's with an earshot. Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when he, Jesus, heard it, he said, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. And then our big verse, go and learn, go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, I desire hesed, and not sacrifice. So crazy setting that Pharisees don't have the guts or whatever to talk to Jesus. They make the side comment to the disciples which is so close that Jesus hears it and then makes this comment and makes a teaching point in this very um, context. So first of all, Jesus is quoting a moment of uh, revelation from Hosea chapter six, and he's clarifying what the word hesed means. So he defines the group, first of all, that the sick are the people in need of a physician. So these, the people that are there are sort of like pathetic. They need help. They, you, you should be merciful to this group of people. They're people who are who need help outside of themselves, and yet they're willing to come and recline at Jesus's table and, and hear. And then Jesus defines what hesed is, and the big word is merciful. So he uses the Greek word for mercy, ilios, and it means to be merciful to those who don't deserve it and faithful to those who are unfaithful. Now, that's big in the Old Testament is about God being faithful. It's people that break their agreement. So I, I bought a car a number of years ago, and I remember I had to go to this lady who was the, the contract signing lady. And it took like a half hour of signing papers and checking accounts. And, and her only job was to sign papers and sign get this contract signed. And the reason I did that was because after the end of this half hour thing, they gave me a car. 
So I agreed to pay them, and then they agreed to give me the give me a car. And it and it, so imagine the violation is if I'd done all that, gave them all my money, and then I didn't get the car. It's like wait a minute, you you violated the covenant that we just made, and that's the violation. That's a similar violation to what we have done with God. The people that are reclining with Jesus, they don't deserve it. That's the point. Until And until we see ourselves in that group, we're not going to get anywhere with God. But the, the teaching point that Jesus makes about Hesed is, hey, Christians, people of God, I want you to demonstrate and live Hesed. I want you guys to be merciful. So, and I get to define what Hesed is because it's my word. I defined it in the Old Testament, which was kind of faithfulness, and certainly that is 100% still in existence. But I get to refine it in the New Testament with mercy. So, the teaching points, I think, of this, the way we take this home is, you know, recline with Jesus, and but let your life be full of mercy. And that is specifically towards someone who doesn't deserve it. That's the point. Someone that's broke more rules than me. Um, you know, that's the thing is we don't like to see ourselves as rule breakers, but we're very clear in seeing others who break more rules than, than us. People that are more evil than us. People that have violated more covenants with this. Someone that's down the ladder from me, so to speak. And so the question is, is does mercy define you? Uh, can people look at your life and say, "Hey, watch, watch this person. They're they're doing Hesed really well." Well, Jesus says, "This is the highest level of activity. I desire this. I desire this more than other things. Like, hey, well, Lord, I have success in business, or I have had, I have a big family, or I have a certain lifestyle, or whatever." Jesus says, "No." This is what I want to you to define yourself as. I want you to define yourself as merciful. So that's the, the question we are left with is, does mercy define me? Have I looked for undesirable and undeserving people and made them a part of my life? Maybe it's children or little people or somebody that poops in their pants spiritually. Uh, I like to say knucklehead, knuckleheaded. And does your life move towards those people? I think that's a good way to to think about this, almost geographically. Does your life move towards the little people, towards the undesirable, towards the knuckleheads? That's the challenge for today. Let mercy define your life. Jesus says he desires it. Think about that today. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.